Big companies rule and the people remain silent they submit like servants to their masters. What Uber did in California illustrates my point. Greater than the passing of the law, called AB5, in September 2019 officially made drivers for Uber, Lyft, Postmates, DoorDash and Instacart employees in California, securing them benefits like a legal minimum wage and paid sick days. It was a huge victory over the tech industry, which had fought vociferously to define gig workers as considerably cheaper independent contractors. Caroline O'Donovan, BuzzFeed News reporter. Please read the entire article. Here is the link. Uber and Lyft spent millions to win Proposition 22, BuzzFeedNews.com. The tech companies had to overturn the law called AB5. They introduced Proposition 22 and spent 10 times more money than the labor unions. They won. Our system is rigged. It allows big companies to spend as much money as they want on local elections. Because they are far more powerful than the people money-wise, they can reject all democratic attempts at civilizing the system. A similar problem to the one that took place in California affected the city of Seattle. Towards the end of 2019, a law was drafted that set limits to the amounts that can be spent on our local elections. But this projected law was shelved because lawyers had said that it was unconstitutional. This was in reference to the Supreme Court's ruling in Citizens United, 2010, that rejected all limits to the amounts that can be spent during election campaigns. This decision is highly undemocratic. It favors big business over the people. It promotes capitalism. It is true that capitalism is as American as apple pie. But the time has come for the people to stop and think. Capitalism is the rule of money. Democracy is the rule of the people. Those two things are radically incompatible. The subordination of the people to the rule of money reduces them to slaves that have no saying in what pertains to their lives. The overwhelming majority of the American people are not aware of this situation. All they care about is their paycheck and their survival. This kind of people is not mature enough for democracy. Slaves who are only concerned about their survival as slaves will remain slaves. They just let the slave masters prosper at their expense. As long as we the people are brainwashed into believing that the decisions of the Supreme Court are final and sacred, we will continue to worship our enemy and submit stupidly to the god of money. I tried to enlighten the Seattle City Council about this point. I told them that the Ninth and Tenth Amendments grant state and local governments a great deal of autonomy in the way they handle their local business. Therefore they should feel empowered to ignore what the federal government tries to impose on them. I realize now that our city officials feel obligated to obey the law. This is what they promise when they are sworn in. But we the people have a big advantage here. We can act intelligently and take advantage of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in order to emancipate ourselves from the Supreme Court and the federal government. We the people owe it to ourselves to understand what the Ninth and Tenth Amendments say and rely on them to claim our autonomy from the Supreme Court and the federal government. My advice to the citizens of Seattle is to wean ourselves from the guidance of the Supreme Court and govern our city affairs as mature adults. Let's move from the security of paternalism to the risky business of democracy. This is what our founding fathers did. They liberated themselves from their sacred subordination to the British crown. Their declaration of independence is the expression of mature adults who are no longer like children under guardianship. Ever since the Civil War the southern states were reduced to colonies of the federal government. This status was eventually extended to all the states. Is our union a union of colonized states? How does it differ from the subordination of the 13 colonies to the British crown? 
We must ask those hard questions and do something about them. We have the constitutional tools. All we need is the intelligence to recognize them and the determination to use them. Those who run our country of laws do so with the desire to use the law in order to enslave us. Is that so difficult to understand? St. Paul should be our patron saint. He had the intelligence and the courage to criticize the law, first in his letter to the Galatians and second in his letter to the Romans. His criticism applies equally to religious and secular law. When the law disregards justice, it becomes an instrument of power the aim of which is to control the people and enslave them. Topolthus was radically incompatible with his liberation theology.